Uh, well, hello, you have found the Texas Team Punk Connection. We are once again broadcasting to you live from our various pod, various airships and bunkers, as usual. Um, unfortunately, today with me, as always, is Zach, the Gentleman Adventurer. What do you mean, unfortunately? <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I miss... I was going to say, unfortunately, Jack could not join us today because of personal reasons. And, um, oh, 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 okay. Issues with our issues with, with he has a uh, emergency pet problems at the moment that he's dealing with. But then I went ahead and started. I decided to introduce. Him I heard it. Unfortunately, here's Thax, the gentleman adventure. I know. I, I know that's what that. it sounded like. I apologize. Like I said, I I, I changed thoughts in midstream and mid sentence. Uh-huh. I decided to introduce you guys first before I said Jack couldn't join us. I see how you are. <laughs> 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 and, and again with us today is Nicole, aka Natalie McTavish. Hello. And hello, Rita. How you doing? And, hey, wow. We already have four people watching us. How about that? Okay. Hey, so, Rita. I missed you. Yeah, Fax is finally back with us. Hey, Mick. Hey, Mick. Yes, Fax was on a gentlemanly, gentlemanly adventure last time we were uh, online. Yeah, I have been traveling uh, at this really? point extensively. Iowa? Where were you? Um, well, if, if you've been watching our show, uh, like the la- for a month and a half, I'll show up every once in a while in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Gotcha. Because, yeah. Like, that was for work, but last time you were going work. on a personal adventure. And then, and then this last two weeks ago, uh, I wasn't even on the show because I was driving uh, back from Salt Lake City. I was like, I need a vacation. I got to get out of here. Uh, we grabbed... The wife and kids, and by kids I mean dogs, uh, rented a van <laughs> and drove now. up to Colorado. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got back, and suddenly I have three dogs instead of two um, because we have a new puppy. Nice. Uh, oh, yes, okay. Jack was unable to join us because he's having a, um emergency with his pet, actually, speaking of dogs. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's yeah. busy taking care of that. His doggo's having a real rough time. Uh, real rough. Oh, hey, uh, Kristen. Or Kitty. Hey, Kitty. Um, yeah, yeah. Everybody, if if you can send out the good vibes to uh, Jack's dog, Woofy. I think that's his name. Yes. So. He's he's in a bad place right now. And uh, I really hope they, they're able to get him back on track. Yeah, apparently there might have been a cotton mouse snake involved. And, yeah, there's all kinds of – it's all, it's, a bit, it's a mess. So. Yeah, a right mess. Um, so, yeah. anyway. Moving on, um, let's go ahead and go back. You know, let's let's start off again with our podcast. Within the podcast, I uh, just like to say, what are you drinking now? <laughs> I'll go ahead and start. Um, I found this beer, and when I first saw it, I thought it said Aerosmith Brewing Company, <laughs> and I was like, cool. But no, it turns out I read it wrong. Um, <laughs> it's Aerosmith Brewing Company Speedway Stout. It would have been much cooler if it was Aerosmith, but it's not. Um, it's close. Yeah, it's a San Diego, California beer. It says hand forged ale. I don't know what that means, hand forged. Like they got a hammer out there and they're like they're hitting the 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 barley or whatever, you know. With Is he like dipping his hands in the in the the beer while mixing it around? Does yeah. he wash his hands? I hope so. Geez. <laughs> I mean, hand forged. I'm not sure what that means. Is it like being brewed the-, the hard way? You know, like they said in that one commercial. <laughs> They got the yeast directly from the body. It looks dark. It is very dark, and it's very smooth. It's smooth. It's smooth. There's a little bit of a, a little bit of aftertaste, but not to, not not a bad aftertaste. Um, it says imperial stout with coffee. I think I'm I'm tasting that coffee a little bit. So it's a coffee stout. Is yep. What it is. And high alcohol. 
Yeah. Yeah. So twelve percent. Wow. Okay, you're having a good time. Yeah. Twelve point zero percent alcohol by volume, one pint. So yeah. So it's gonna twelve percent. That's gotta be. It's gonna be a good night. (laughs) Kind of sweet. Hmm. You've got my attention. I like it. I like it. I mean, I'm not much into coffee stouts. Most times they're too much coffee because I'm not a coffee guy, but this one's not bad. It's not too strong for coffee-wise. Um, so that, that's my drink. What are you drinking, Fax? Uh, well, let's find out. Uh, I pulled this out of the fridge. Bramble On Blackberry Sour by uh, Brazos Valley um, Brewing Company. Here we go. Blackberry Sour. So it's not necessarily – is that a beer? That's a beer, right? Yeah. That is a beer, a sour beer. Um, okay. You don't see a right, lot of yeah. those. Um, not unless you go to Jester King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jester King. I think they're like all sours. Yep. Uh, so you have to really like sours out there, and I do kind of like sours to a point. Um, yeah, they go they go good with like fruit juices and that sort of thing. Um, so I'm hoping this one this one comes out. It's very it's very light. Uh, I don't know if it's slightly purple or that's just my imagination. Um, I, I, it doesn't look purple to me from here. Okay. All right, good. But that's just you know the other end of the camera, because <laughs> I'm looking through to the light the can, of the screen. The can looked purple, but not the. Beer. The, the can is purple. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> it does have a, a a blackberry sort of scent to it. Uh, okay, let's let's see what happens. Cool. Kristen seems to like the sound of a blackberry sour. <laughs> okay, it's not, it. it's not over the top sour. It's not especially blackberry either. It's definitely got beer forward. But it is a. When you when you say beer forward, is that like you mean like hops or what? Uh, no, no, it's it's more of a, more of a hefeweizen. Okay. Uh, level of beer. Um. But but more 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 sour than 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 that. That's good. I like it. Um, it I might give it a try. Good, I think not... maybe an entry level sour. If you've never had okay. sours before, this might be a good. One to experiment with. Yeah, I, I like Hef, I like Hefeweizens. I'm not too fond of sours, but if it's not that strong a sour, it might be okay. I mean, if you've had sours before and, and you're familiar with that flavor mm-hmm. and it's not for you, it's probably right, not. Okay, <laughs> probably not. But if me. you don't know, this would be like a get your feet wet kind of thing. It's good. <laughs> I go with that. Sense. Yeah, because as I, as I as I as I mentioned before many many times, I am definitely a beer snob. Um, and the fact that I really only like dark beers, you know, like. Stouts and porters and stuff like that, you know. But I do like a good half and bison, you know. I've gotten like, you I to like try it. a Scotch ale before. Um, true, true, true. And but I, yeah, I, you're, I, you're in the dark side. I honestly don't remember if I liked it or not at this point. <laughs> I, I bring it up because I think you did like it. Okay. Um, then, then I trust you. I trust you. If you say I liked it, I liked it. <laughs> it was a, it was a Rognus, so I, I'm, I know you liked it. <laughs> oh yeah, Rognus. Yeah, it was hard not to like anything from Rognus. <laughs> anyway, and so. on Monday. I'm going back to Salt Lake City, so... Uh, oh, my God. Really? Wow. <laughs> yes. You just can't straighten those people out, can you? I, I think this is my last trip. I sure hope so, because I am... You're supposed to go out there for training the first time, and that didn't really happen. I, I am fixing their backlog of stuff. Oh, that's not what you're and supposed to go out there for. Since their stuff is different than our stuff, they can call it training. <laughs> wow, okay. That's... that's that. Wow, okay. Uh, well, that's what that's up to. You Nicole, do you have a drink for the yeah. evening? Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Don't drink I, I, I just have Chicken Express. <laughs> okay, no worries. <laughs> chicken Express. You're drinking <laughs> liquid Uh-oh. chicken. Oh, how bad is that? I, 
have a puppy. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I have a phone going off. Sorry. Yes, those, I have the Twitch cooker. I'm I'm fine with that right now, though. Yes. For those of you who are not watching us live and are listening to us later, she is also at the moment working on a costume for later. And yep. uh, but so you see her, she's pinning and you know stuff like that at the same time. Yeah. Hand <laughs> ah, stitching. Wow. Um, I'm, it, it's a it's a it's a siren, and so I've got lots of fishnets, like like it looks like fishermen's netting, like caught on me, and like pretty much my top is mostly fishnet, but it's a t-shirt so cut up, but it looks like it's mostly nice. So is this is this a for any particular outing? Are you are you making this costume for? Um, and it's it's a it's Halloween. Okay, Halloween. <clears throat> Makes a, sense. A group of my friends gets together every Halloween and we have a contest and Oh nice. Um I'm going for scary this year. Um because every other year I haven't and um I've gotten second place in that one, so I'm <laughs> I'm trying to get first place in the scary division this year. <laughs> All right. Well we we're, we're rooting for you. Yeah. We, we hope to have some pictures after it's done. Oh yes. Definitely. I'm working uh -oh. way too hard on this thing to not and get picked Fax, Fax is currently being attacked by a hound. Oh, no. <laughs> it's silenced, but you can see it if you're watching. That's <laughs> it's cute. a cute little it's a cute little white dog. Okay. I muted yeah, it so while, while yeah. Sunny here was barking up a storm. Oh. <laughs> and she's attacking you. Oh, no. <laughs> she recognizes me now. And uh, it's time oh, to bite yeah, me. Because she was not, uh, she, you were not there when she was first brought to the house, right? Uh, no, that's true. I was in Salt Lake City. Uh, yeah. I had met her once before, um, and she took to me very quickly. But like she never seen like me with a big hat on, and so oh. that was scary. Ah, yes, I understand. I have a cat here that hates it when I wear a hat. Every time I walk anywhere in his direction when I'm wearing a hat, he bolts. <laughs> My animals don't. <laughs> that's so weird. They don't. They don't notice the hats. <laughs> they don't notice. I think. I think because. I am in such a small town, and most of my family shows up in some sort of hat. <laughs> okay. Um, whether it be cowboy or baseball cap or something, they're just like, "Oh, look, a person!" <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I guess it's just I have well, I, I have one cat. He's he's the more I guess you can call scaredy cat of of all of mine. And okay. yes, I I have four cats, and I know I I am that I am that crazy cat guy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend has five cats. She has a boyfriend, but she has five cats too. So, hey, I, I, I never mind. <laughs> I just recently learned that uh, a friend of ours has six dogs, six cats, plus two cats that hang outside. They're like you know outdoor porch cats. Mm -hmm. So that's eight cats, a couple of ferrets, bunch so of chickens. Because Mick? Mick just said he has six cats and two ferrets. <laughs> It's not Mick. Do you remember well, Marissa? Vaguely. Okay. She moved out to the country so she could have more dogs, I guess. <laughs> okay. That's Whew. funny. Well, I know like our friend Lisa, she, she collects uh, dogs that are dumped out in the field out in her area. So she has mm -hmm. like a, hand, a lot of dogs. Yeah, I thought she picked up another one recently. But that's, I, I could be wrong. <laughs> um, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, let's go ahead and start. Let's actually try to talk a little bit of steampunk. Um, the, the big news is, I'm sure most everybody who listens to us probably knows it already, but Steampunk November has been postponed or canceled for this year. Yes. Yeah. Stupid COVID. Get your shots, people. And you already had a hotel booked and everything. I, I did. Well, I did. But 
It's that, yes, but it's also the fact that, like, manufacturing has been slowed down so much that they can't get supplies to re-equip the entire, the entire affair, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, they, Stuff like they can't get paper. volunteers. They can't get volunteers to help fix things. They can't get supplies to fix things. They can't get toilet paper, because that's important. Yeah. <laughs> um... It, it, it's a multitude of things. Um, I understand. I'm but still blaming yes, COVID. It, it is basically COVID related, but it's also the fact that the workforce is not the same as it used to be. So because of COVID. So, yeah. So, but yeah, so that's been canceled. And yes, I did have I did have a, a hotel book, but I was using my my um, hotel points to 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 pay for the, to pay for them. So that essentially it was free. And luckily, when I canceled the, when I canceled the reservation. The points pop back on, so I got my points back. So okay, that's nice. <laughs> so I didn't, I, I didn't lose out on anything. I haven't figured out what I want to do with the tickets yet. Um, I'm gonna have to figure it out, email them, and let them know if I want to hold them over or get a refund or anything like that. Because um, that is that is one of the options. You can get a refund, or you can just say, out you know, I'll just wait for next year and get my ticket then, kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's a sad, it's a sad but necessary thing. Um, I was so looking forward to going to Steampunk November, um, yeah. but it just it just makes it look forward for next year. <laughs> 2022 point, come on did they canceled two in a row or three two i believe i feel like we've been doing two. this forever yeah two. it's never it's gonna happen two. it's only two only and yeah well rita's donating her tickets to the festival so they get the that, that's good that's cool that's also another option you can do um but we'll see I, I haven't decided yet yep two tickets that's that's decent yeah they can use they can probably use the donations for sure um so, uh, well, uh, at this point, I think it's like, I, I guess we can go to our homework. I do my homework. Have you done oh, your homework? Before that, we should oh. also mention that uh, I think it was two weeks ago, last episode, we had uh, Steve Metz come out uh, with his. That was four weeks ago. Was it four weeks ago? Yeah, oh, right. Because I wasn't here last was, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. His, his, his Kickstarter went off with a bang. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's going hard. There's only nine days to go left. Uh, for his his latest uh, arcane, uh, handcrafted, strange, Cthulhu esque book. Um, yeah, they're, and they're beautiful. They are beautiful. Um, they're a little pricey, but well worth it. Someone sent me a private chat. Was that you, Thanks. That, that's me. I'm sending you the link if you want to throw <laughs> it up there. Uh, it's on Kickstarter. Um, for those listening later, you go to Kickstarter and you look either look up uh, Steve Metz. Or or uh, Lovecraft Cthulhu spellbook probably ought to get it. Um, we'll put it in the in the comments in Facebook after the show as well. Um, yep, because it's awesome. I I, uh, I put in my pledge myself because uh, I don't I don't want to miss out on this. And you got a previous book from from a previous time, right? I have both his previous books. both his previous books. Yes, they're bought, beautiful, right? Oh oh yeah yeah. Uh, I bought the the less expensive of the. Of the ones they always have, like a uh, a premier one, and then a, mm -hmm. a more budget friendly one. And previously, they've been uh, the binding has been different. Uh -uh. Excuse me, the, the, no, the binding has been a little a uh, little simpler for the low, less expensive one. Mm -hmm. But on this on this volume, the binding is the same, but the more expensive book is three times as big. It's got three three times as many chapters. Wow, as as the <laughs> As the uh, the the discount or the you know the the one. Yeah. so that was really tough, man. I had to I had to pony up the big money to get. Oh, so to, you're going for the, the three times big one, the big one. 
I have to. I don't want to miss, <laughs> miss you know, content is that's very right. important to me. That's yes, what yes, I'm that's what I'm interested in, that content. Right. So if you, got the, if you got the smaller one, you wouldn't get all of it. Right. It makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And and how do you how do you ask uh the the author is is the full book three times as good as <laughs> I don't know how well, to ask him that. I just did. I asked him. I saw that. Like, I, I saw it. Yeah. I'm not sure how to answer that question. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on the on your on the on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> your question because he he, yeah. he opened it up for questions and that was your question. Uh, I felt foolish for asking. I just well, yeah. At first, I didn't understand what you were saying until you until I realized oh there's a, there's a two options you can choose from. You're trying to decide what you wanted. <laughs> what I'm trying to ask is, is it really worth more money to buy the big book? And I already know the answer. It's, it's, yeah, I just it needed him to. I needed a little push. <laughs> it's three times bigger, so there you go. More content, yeah. I mean, Steve's work is is pretty awesome. So I, for me, this this was it had to happen. Right. And I'm I'm I well, after we talked to him, I, I sent him a, you know a message like yeah, I'm, I'm, between his between his Cthulhu books and his um, zombie monologue book that we also mentioned. You know, there, there, there is. I know. I, I feel it. There is a podcast in there somewhere. You know, a scripted podcast in those series somewhere. And he never responded. <laughs> so he's probably. Too I'm busy sure right he's now. really busy now that the Kickstarter is. is oh yeah. Grinding. I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to start a new podcast right now. Anyway, I'm still, I'm still editing the one that I'm, I'm currently having recorded or producing right now, as well, which is almost done. We have eight. When do we have? Yeah, we have eight episodes, seven episodes recorded right now. <laughs> you know. Um, I've only I've only edited one full episode and I'm halfway through the second episode editing and <laughs> that was my stomach. <laughs> um, but it, it is definitely it is steampunk related. It's definitely a steampunk podcast um, story. So stay tuned for that. That's still a ways away because I'm not going to release them until we have at least we'll at least have five of them fully edited when I start releasing them. And so and it's slow going because it takes time to edit these things. Yeah. Um, but it, it's fun. I enjoy it. I just have to find the time. And lately, I've been working some over, a lot of overtime for work, not on purpose, just because of distance. Helps. Like tomorrow, I'm driving to Laredo, which is four and a half hours south. Probably doing like maybe 30 minutes worth of work and driving back. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's been my week so far, <laughs> driving everywhere, doing things. Wow. Um, okay. Now I'm ready for homework. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll start with mine. Um, last episode, I, was, I did a... a a variant of the Wizard of Oz, which is the, which, but it was more wicked, weird west. Um, this week I'm doing the Ballad of Sleeping Beauty, <laughs> a weird west tale huh. of Sleeping Beauty. Interesting. Um, I thought I'm, I don't know if, for one when I first read it. Well, the back of it says part part the gunslinger, part Grimm's fairy tale. Um, I thought was there a movie called The Ballad of Josie Wales or something like that? Yeah, yeah, okay. that was a, a Cohen Cohen siblings movie. Yeah, was that? Was, but was I don't think that has anything to do with this. Well, it's a western, <laughs> um, and it, it's very Clint Eastwood, <laughs> sorta. There's one. There's one variant cover in here where the protagonist looks a lot like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> oh, I'm wrong. Ballad of Josie Wales is not a, a Cohen's movie, but it but it was a Clint Eastwood movie. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. So I, I'm, no, you're, I, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Anyway, so I, I think it's a mix between the Ballad of Josie Wales and Sleeping Beauty. In the West, in the, in the old West, um, okay. it's definitely a weird okay. West tale. Um, it was, I mean, it was it was well told. Although sometimes there's a little bit of a little bit of um, cuts between scenes that didn't quite make sense. I guess you can say, like suddenly they're they're doing this, 
and then they just like they're doing something else the next page over like they moved on it's like oh, not sure how they got there from there but okay uh, you know um but okay in this in this game in this in this telling it was an old west town that's that that they settled the old west in this valley and during one of the harsh winters this this elder native american woman went went to the town looking for help they turned her away so you know, she then she came back when this little girl was born and she cursed her <laughs> that on her 18th birthday she's a fall into a slumber and so should the rest of the town you know <laughs> so it was an old 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 native american woman who cursed the town instead of men, 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 i don't know that like yeah the witch in the, the witch in uh in the sleeping tale gotcha yeah yeah malignant or whatever her name was maleficent maleficent Maleficent. It okay, wasn't Maleficent. Go. It was not Maleficent. It was just some. It was an. Is it, they, they never named her. Could have been a version of her, but it was. An, it was. A, it was a an older Native American woman who cursed the town, and they all fell asleep. And then, then, the same time that later on, or maybe around the same time, this man, who turns out to be the outlaw, he his wife and children were killed. <laughs> and of course, he vows revenge. You know, <laughs> and he goes off and he does a lot of killing, thinking he's killing the people who killed his wife, but he was wrong. So that's you know, but he's an outlaw and now he's being wanted and he's being chased by this by this um sheriff or marshal who actually tricked him into killing all these people, thinking, Hey, they killed your wife. But it turns out he actually killed his wife. He said he had a reason, but he never told what that reason was. Why did he kill his wife? I don't know. <laughs> so it, it's not a bad story, but, it's, but it has holes in it. But it's definitely a weird west story. And to me, I've been I fall more into weird west and I do steampunk sometimes, but to me they're almost one and the same in my head. You know, so I I I, I followed I I follow this under Weird West slash steampunk, um, but it's mostly it's in West of Western with the Sleeping Beauty twist. That's honestly so you know simple as that. Um, okay. And like I said last 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 last, why am I stumbling over my words today? I'm a professional. No, I'm not. It's it's a weird day. <laughs> it's a weird day. <laughs> um, Your description of it sounds it it sounds to me kind of like uh, Stephen King's The Gunslinger. Possibly, yeah. The first book yeah, of the he was, I mean, even the back of it says "Part the Gunslinger" on here. So, oh, okay. Because there's like you know there's that dark wizard in that uh, book that he's sort of he's kind of vague. He doesn't. Nothing is explained about his motivations or what he's doing. I guess that's more like it. Yeah, it's more like sort of the, I to mention it. The bad guy. I assume. Yeah, that, I assume Stephen King goes into more detail later. But I only got through the first book, so. Same here. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, yeah, there's more like that. There's a lot more like the gunslinger. Because well, he's bad guy's just the bad guy for being bad. <laughs> for, for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Despite that, I really like that book. I, just, it, it had a, a, a texture to it that was very... It didn't require me to think a whole lot. Had to just go with it. And I don't know. Stephen King made it work. I yeah I mean like I said I read I think I read the Gunslinger and I think I read the second volume but I don't remember much about it um, but I don't know Stephen King's writing style just doesn't quite I don't, doesn't quite sit well with me for some reason it's very uncomplicated I guess it's too sim, I don't know I don't simplistic's the wrong word but it's just it doesn't sit well with me <laughs> I don't know okay, that's fair I don't know why I mean he tells a good story it's just the way he tells it doesn't quite work for me you know that's fair. Um, uh -oh. Yeah, I don't think I, I've listened to others, uh, other books of his, like books on tape, mm -hmm. that I didn't really care for that much. But mm -hmm. the Gunslinger was worked for me. It was it was fairly small. It was sort of 
your brain and you can sort of spin through it and move on. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I think it was, I don't know. I can't explain what it is. I don't like about it, but he's not, he's not the writer for me. And it's not, and it has nothing to do with his, it has nothing to do with his stories. I like the ideas of his stories, but just the way he tells them doesn't quite fit for me. I don't know. Well, that, that's how I feel about Anne Rice and mm -hmm. being a vampire lover. Everybody's like, you don't like Anne Rice. And I'm like, no, like, like, I, I like her stories. You know, I like them, you know, when they're put in the movies, but then when I read the book, I'm like, leave a little bit for my imagination to do. Cause <laughs> like, it's so detailed. And I'm, I love that. I'm glad, I'm glad she's like that. But my, my brain likes to, to kind of create its own world mm -hmm. when with vague descriptions of time and place and character. And so my brain was like, this is too specific. Like this is taking too long. Like, so yeah, I get it. How you feel a little bit, a little bit about how you feel with with Stephen King. I feel about Anne Rice. So it's her, her her style is just not quite right for you. You know, same with yeah, yeah same, with, yeah. same with King. Yeah, King's style is just not quite right for me. Um, but then again, like I said, I was reading Tolkien in junior high, so you know, and Tolkien can get real thick and yeah. wordy, you know. So I have a notebook on the notes I took for Hobbit. Because I was like, I don't know who everybody is. I'm going to take notes on who everybody is. <laughs> right. Oh, that was the easy one. Yeah, I know. I, know. It gets I, was, worse there. I was in sixth grade, okay? Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that was my homework. Uh, how about you, Fax? You got anything that, like, a month? <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I found something, like, a month ago. Um, and I, I can talk about that. Um, uh, I, I came across, uh, as I watch YouTube videos constantly, uh, mm -hmm. this short series, um, by a fellow named, uh, David James Armsby, uh, called, uh, Autodale, which is, uh, it's a, <clears throat> a, a cartoon and animated series of short films, uh, that they're sort of, do you remember, uh, Paranoia? Uh, it was a it was a paranoia agent uh, it, it was a role-playing game back oh, in the okay. 80s okay there I've heard of it I've never an played it but I've heard of it yeah but it was it was very a, a dark kind of humor um so it, it's very totalitarian uh world that you're living in and this feels a little bit like that that uh big brother is always watching totalitarian states but it's in a post-apocalyptic world um that feels quite a bit like um that video game uh um ah, let me show it to you let me show okay. it to you. um fallout I, yeah yeah it's kind of like the fallout series okay but it's was like it's not the fallout world uh it's definitely a, a unique you know homegrown thing of of this gentleman um but it is pretty cool. Uh, let me, I'm just going to, I got three minutes. The, the first uh, sort of episode is three minutes long. I'm going to try to run it here. Let's see. Now, this is just the, the introduction, the first uh, of, of the, the, the thing. So here we go. Can you hear this? No. No. Now we can. Father is pretty. 
father. Isn't her cooking splendid? She also keeps the house clean and you bedtime stories every night. Your mother is pretty. And now, children, look at yourselves. You're young, you laugh, you play. You may scrape your knees from time to time. You have friends. You and your friends get up to all sorts of playful mischief. One day, children, you will grow up to be just like one of your parents, and you will build a family of your own. One day, you will be pretty. Now, finally, my pretties, look outside at your lovely neighbors. You're pretty. You're pretty. You're pretty. But alas, children, not everyone is pretty. Some are ugly. We don't want uglies, do we, children? Ooh. You are ugly. You are ugly. You are ugly. We take the uglies away so that you and your, and your neighbors and your family can stay pretty. Remember that, children. Okay. <laughs> Are we sure this isn't brainwashing propaganda? There are, for those of you not watching and listening to us later, there are, it's a black and white video, and they're showing a bunch of people who are being discarded with different labels on their head that were, you know, I guess, considered not pretty. Autodale, apparently there's robots in charge, apparently, right? Oh, um, automations. There, there are automatons that act as sort of the the police and overseers. They're not in charge, but uh, they are horrifying. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, that was interesting. I, and now, that, that's just well, like you know the first teaser, so there's no explaining anything. Mm -hmm. But uh, you've got yeah the the. Uh, the totalitarian state pressing you to act in a certain way, and those who are not are taken out and clocked over the head and killed. <laughs> now, what um, what made you? I'm I'm not seeing the steampunk connection. Actually, what what what, what did you think uh, of well, steampunk about it? At, at first, it was the it was the 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 robots and automatons, but mm -hmm. then you saw like that behind the scenes. Those who were watching, uh, there's this this woman attached to all these tubes and wires she's in charge sort of uh, it kind of looked a little bit like what was it uh the, the, the black and white metro metropolitan uh metropolis metropolis yeah metropolis was kind of like no not really like that never mind um, i get what you're saying that um you know, because the robot woman was she she was plugged into stuff at the end wasn't she no uh yes yes she was sitting uh, in a chair yeah Go but ahead. she was Sorry. a robot wasn't she yeah, she was. Yeah. So this is, it, it gets weird. It gets super weird, <laughs> which is okay. what I dug about it. Um, and they uh, they go into, the, it's a great show. That's only like seven or eight episodes to really sort of, yeah, seven episodes to, to get you into it. But it doesn't tell you, it doesn't answer all your questions. You want to know more? You want to know more about who the uh, who the automatons are? Uh, how the citizens live. Who are the monsters that live outside the city walls? Who is the mayor, and who is the friendly shadow? <laughs> oh, there's a friendly shadow. Okay, the friendly shadow, who is sort of this this pulp character that's piped into people's television sets to uh to uh amuse children, but is actually also a real person who uh fixes problems that the robots aren't capable of handling. 
hmm. because he has independent thought. Um, and then there's the making of videos for all of these, and he sort of explains more of the uh, the thought process and the background of these characters outside of showing them in in the show. Okay, He's, okay. I, I definitely got to put a link is, up to that in our Facebook somewhere. I think this is complete. He, ha I don't think he's made any more for uh, some time. Um, I, I hope he does more of them. But he, he makes other animated series as well. But this is the one that I thought is most uh, appropriate to uh, our little corner of the world. Let okay. me, uh, let's see, pop that up here. Oh, I see it. Okay. If you go to YouTube and look up Dead Sound, you'll find oh, sorry. this guy. Cut it out, cut it out, go away. I saw the plane automatically, sorry. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I really like this. Um and it's you could argue that it's it's not strongly steampunk, but the whole post apocalyptic with with uh cogs and gears and robots mm -hmm. it kinda of fit and I thought it was cool. Okay. Mostly, mostly I thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Whatever works. Like I recently posted on our on our steampunk on our Texas Steampunk Connection Facebook page, a short animation that was I thought was really cool. Um, let me see if I can. It's called Cyanide. Put a copy of that. Um, it's there. It was. It's all action. It was. There was no talking really per se. Um, it was like there was um, an airship. There was somebody in a cage, and this automaton robot goes in to rescue him, and a fight and a fight starts between. I guess uh, the the captain or whoever somebody on the ship, and it, it was actually really cool. Um, a lot of action. I don't think it went. Yeah, I went through. Is that it? Oh, that's cyanide-eyed <laughs> animated steampunk pirate tale in full yeah. video. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's already. I already put the link on our in our on our Facebook page like a couple weeks, like last week sometime. So oh, okay. So. But I, I watched it all. It, it's it's not that long. There's no. It's, it's there's music and action, and it's all animated. And so I mean, playing it here is not going to help any because nobody's going to be able to hear anything. <laughs> oh, I see. Cyan the color, yeah. and eyed like blue eyes. Cyan eyed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> clever. That's cool. That sounds like yeah. I, I'm. I'm not going to lie. This sounds like a drag queen's name to me. <laughs> kind of like Sharon Needles. <laughs> is her name is Sharon Needles, but it's it's a playoff of sharing needles. Right, right, yeah. yeah. yeah get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the person fighting the robot was <laughs> across. You know, I don't no, know. No, it just, it just sounds like something a drag queen would do. Because right, <laughs> could, could have been a drag queen fighting the automaton, but I don't think right? so. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I would pay to see that. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't. The person fighting them wasn't all that fabulous, you know, whatever. But, right. <laughs> I mean, definitely very, um, very piratey looking, I guess, for a steampunk airship pirate looking. Um, but it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool action. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It's not, the, it does, it does, it's not very long, um, but I, I, I recommend watching that. Um, how about you, Nicole? Did you do any, do you have anything to introduce to us today? Um, I do. Well, I don't really have anything new, um, but, um, uh, Caitlin and I went and saw Wicked a couple of weeks ago, and I forget. On, that, on stage? Yeah, Wicked oh, the Musical. Awesome. Yeah, I saw um, it in New York one time. That was it's actually really good. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, they were at Dallas Fair Park, and so we went and saw it. And um, I forget how steampunk that production is. 
There's gears everywhere. They've got this gear dragon at the top of the stage. That's the time dragon that's moving everything along. And like every time a scene changes, gears move. And I've, I've seen this twice. And I forgot from the last time that there was so many gears involved. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? (laughs) At the beginning, I was like, I don't remember this being very steampunk. But then as you go along, it really is. Um, And and they use it as a a time turner, the the Mm -hmm. gears and the dragon and everything. And I've read the book and the time dragon is a big deal in the book, more so than it is in the play, but that's okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I saw it also. I, I actually several, many, many years ago when I was a much younger lad. Actually, not that much younger, but <laughs> I actually flew to New York with some friends and we saw it on Broadway. Oh, and nice. I don't. Yeah, I honestly, don't remember the gears, but I'm. I now that I'm thinking about it. It does vaguely sound familiar, but it yeah. had been so long ago. You know, my old brain's forgetting things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can totally see that now. Yeah. Um, it also, was, it was, I have it was, a. It was fun. So if you get the chance to see, if anybody goes gets the chance to see Wicked, it's a great story. Mm-hmm. It's a it, it's a story about friendship most of all, and it kind of gives a, a lighter side to the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. Um, the it, book it gives doesn't. She's more, more sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, the book doesn't so much, but the play definitely does. Um, if if you're gonna read the book, go to the play with a totally different mindset because they're. Very different, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was kind of a oh, that's that's steampunk t- kind of kind of thing nice. to me. And then that's I awesome. have I have a video game that might might not be like super steampunky. Um, it's called Bendy and the Ink Machine. Oh, I heard about this. Yes, my nephew was what was really like into it last. I guess last year they were making a cost the Halloween costume for him. Yes. And my sister sent me a picture. I'm like, what is this creepy thing? Yeah, so, <laughs> so it's a horror, it's a horror game. Um, you you as as the as the player, you're it's a first person game, so you're playing as the as the character. I don't even remember the character's name. But um you're invited back to a cartooning studio. And when you get back there, ink is falling all over the place. It's all in like sepia tones. It's not so much black and white as it is in sepia tones. But this little demon figure, um, his name is Bendy, keeps popping up random places. And um, it's your job to get the ink machine running and try to save i think you i think i'm trying to save the the company but um no the lead guy of the of the of the facility has made a deal with this demon and you're the last soul that you need pretty much so yeah it's like oh, okay and, and this is for children this is this is technically for children <laughs> like <laughs> okay there's another game there's another game that um it's not steampunk at all it's called five nights at freddy's and it is Yes. Okay. Main character is Henry Stein. So you play as Henry Stein and Bindi. But Five Nights at Freddy's is also like, this is a kid's game. And it's terrifying. But... <laughs> I don't think that's a kid's game. Well, it is based play- on, you know, our memories of Chuck E. Cheese and uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Showbiz Pizza. Yeah. I don't, I don't think those exist anymore. But no. uh, 
animatronic. I I've seen some Chuck E. Cheese's around. Mice and you, crap. I got asked. I got asked I today if there was a Chuck E. Cheese in Cleburne, and I was like, no. Like, <laughs> but it was the, those were a big thing. Yeah. Uh, when I was yeah, just the animatronic. Yeah. To appreciate them. Mm -hmm. uh, the pizza was awful. Yeah. But they had tons of video games and weird animatronic bands yep. for for uh, entertainment. Yeah. Uh, um, were fascinating. Uh, <laughs> definitely not your my, fuel. Yeah. <laughs> my 12 year old niece is obsessed with it and has been for years. So I don't <laughs> <Okay>. know. <laughs> Can't blame her. I, I was right there with her. I guess I still kind of am. Like, I want to make an animatronic weird guitar playing rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you can't so, compete with the mouse. <laughs> Justin, Justin in the comments here is my boyfriend, and he works at a gaming lounge. And apparently, kids are the only ones playing FNAF when they come to the game lounge. So, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I've enjoyed Bindi. Um, Bindi, Bindi is not so much of a jump scare um, type of game like FNAF is. It's more of a intense you don't know what's going around the corner type of thing um very much suspenseful um like there's little like cardboard cutouts of bendy that just kind of appear and then they then they then they go away and you're like ah why are you <laughs> like what the hell was that yeah <laughs> that's funny so i think the only, the only time i got scared by a video game was, it was um aliens game uh, aliens first 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 person shooter game and I'm I'm watching I'm playing it I have I'm in my room the lights are at, down and I'm going through it and you know how the in the in the movie in the movie they had that radar on their guns that would pulse out you know yeah okay it might be before you're after <laughs> I, I, anyway, I know I know aliens I just haven't seen any of them so <laughs> well, you, know. you haven't seen any of them they're good sci they're good sci-fi <laughs> horror wow I mean okay um, I have the a first weird two. I have the first a weird two are good. Yeah, uh, great, great films. After that, forget it. You, yeah. you know, I'm I'm good with like zombies and vampires and werewolves and all the very common horror stuff. But aliens freak me out. Like <laughs> most of all, like always have. So I'm like, eh. well, well, these, are, these are the big bug-eyed ones. You know, those big round black-eyed ones or whatever. These are actually. You know, <laughs> but anyway, it, the the radar's going and you can hear the pulse. Boom, boom. It's like almost like a heartbeat. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't know, something flutters in the corner, and I just uh, unloaded my weapon, and there wasn't <laughs> anything to shoot at. You know, I was like, what the? You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. you don't get any sort of weapon in Bindi until like chapter two. And so you're going through the first chapter, like, I don't have anything to like defend myself with. Like, what am I doing? Like, like why am I here? Yeah. Yeah, why am I here? Like, you just kind of press everything and hope nothing jumps out at you. Like, it's not a jump <laughs> game, though. Like, like as far as I've played, nothing's like jumped out and like tried to scare me. It just kind of appears and then disappears, and you're like, ah, what are you doing? Ah. <laughs> right? Well, why? 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 Yeah. 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 This was. It yeah, kind of sounds was... like it kind of sounds like a a, a carnival ride. Yeah. You're, it's, it's... you're moving forward in the car, and things just sort of come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. And like I said, I'm not exactly sure if Bindi and the Ink Machine is very steampunk. 
the really the only thing that makes it maybe steampunk is the ink machine, but it's set in like sepia tones. It's got yeah. like cool little cardboard cutout looking furniture. Like it's an and, interesting design. And the style is very uh, uh, original Mickey Mouse. Yeah. With the with the gloves and the big eyes. The yeah, I was looking at the picture. I looked at yeah. the pictures. Like, yeah, it does kind of look like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's there's a song. There's a song there's that somebody, somebody has. There's even something that kind of looks like Goofy here. Yeah, there, there's a hound. There's a there, he's a he's a wolf, and he looks like Goofy. Bendy kind of looks like Mickey Mouse a little bit. There's a song that someone made um, called "Can't Be Erased." It's by uh, I can't remember the title of the author, <laughs> like the 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 artist at the moment. But um, um, there's a line in it that says, "If I fear that Mickey Mouse might have been murdered here, because there's ink all over the place." <laughs> JT Music, okay. My boyfriend's got my back today. JT Music, it's down there in the. Um, so this guy that looks like Goofy, he's. I'm not. There's a picture of him wearing some like looks like a power armor that looks very kind of steampunkish. Maybe. Uh, I might not um, have uh, gotten to that part of the I'm game. Just, I just looked at I just looked it up and looking at pictures or images of this. And, right. Uh, yeah, every once in a while he's also carrying. It looks like one picture of him looking like carrying like a, some kind of weapon. It looks kind of steampunkish. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'm I'm only on chapter two, but. Oh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. He's gonna have power armor of some kind. <laughs> I mean, I know enough that to know that there's some bad stuff about to happen. So I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm prepared. You're bracing yourself? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when yeah. I did a Google search for Bendy and the Ink Machine, the first thing that came up was, do you mean Bendy and the Ink Machine, the musical? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's on multiple platforms. I know for a fact it's on PlayStation, or I mean, on the Nintendo Switch, because that's what I'm playing it on currently. Um. I think it started off in Steam, and it's now you can play it Android and PlayStation Four and Xbox One. So it's on multiple platforms. I would say I only have an X. I have an Xbox One, but I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I don't really play many games anymore. The only game I play now is Diablo Three for some reason. Right. <laughs> but I have that game down. I enjoy. Right. I, I just want to go kill things. That's the game for me to do it in. <laughs> yeah. Now, one of my favorite steampunk games is Alice Madness Returns. So oh, what is that? That's a, Alice um, so um, there is an Alice Madness and it's by America McGee, America McGee's Alice Madness. And then Alice Madness returns is after Alice has come back from Wonderland. Oh, okay. Second time. And I played, I played Alice, America, America McGee's Alice the first yeah. time. And it was very creepy. Um, <laughs> Alice Madness returns is creepier um you have to put back together the hatter you have to um fight the duchess again uh, it's a puzzle game i like puzzle games <laughs> so um, also a first person shooter sort of style yeah um, you you get to shoot things um you get to shoot things with like a pepper grinder <laughs> um or throw a knife yeah throw throw the vorpal sword but it's actually just a butcher knife um yeah, no, it's um, y'all heard her. That was my mom. <laughs> oh, I hear a cat. <laughs> oh yeah, you hear Bob. But um, yeah. Which is weird because just before I got on, my cats were all over me and 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 meowing and running around and making all kinds of noise. But the moment I started talking, they all just 
<laughs> went away. It's like, dude, not, what's up with that? Not this one. Oh, there's a kitty. <laughs> he has a bat bow tie, but anyway. And of course, I, Zach I has a dog next to has his new pup next to him. She's so cute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ouch. But yeah, that's that's my favorite kind of steampunk game right now is um Alice Madness Returns. And she, she gets different costumes every um stage that she goes into and the mad hatter stage that dress is extremely steampunk um it's brown she's got like an eyeball for a bow um with bat wings and it's she's got some cool costumes and i'm probably going to be remaking some of them because i love them nice the thing yeah. i remember most about the the first one at least was the music that really like set the tone Oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Madness, Madness Returns does too. So, it's on Xbox. That's how I play it. So, okay, I might look into that. But yeah, it's like I, I don't know. Whenever I just, whenever I just want to play a video game, I just, like I said, I just default to Diablo three. Because <laughs> I, I don't like. I'm getting too old. The learning curve of a new game is just too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what button do I push? I don't know. <laughs> well. I hadn't played video games in like five years, and then boyfriend gave me an Xbox, and now I have a <laughs> and a Switch, and I'm like, heck yeah! Like finding all new things, and I'm having to learn how to use controllers again. Cause... Yeah, it's a pain sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Diablo Three Ranger. You mean Diablo Four? The Rangers come out in Diablo Four, I think. Uh, there's no Ranger in Diablo Three. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Justin. Oh, nerd in the house. I don't know what yeah. any of you. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about Diablo, so unless I'm missing something, but I've been playing for a long time. Anyway, um, I didn't know there was anything after two. There, like I said, Diablo three. Like I've been playing a character. Um, it's a. I might just been blank. The demon, the demon hunter. Yeah, demon hunter. Yeah, they have. Uh, there's a there's a steampunk outfit for the demon hunter in Diablo three, and I think I showed that when I first when it first came out. Uh, it's very very steampunk outfit looking, and uh, one of the little pets that you have that follows you around. That is very steampunk. It's like yeah. a little a worm in a jar with legs and everything. It's, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> a worm in a jar with legs. Well, it might be a well, it might be a little dragon or lizard or something, but it's in a in a bubble. You know, and like the jar has bubble. legs. Yeah, exactly. Metal legs. No, you know, it's a bubble. It's like cool. a yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of it later. <laughs> we have to Google. <laughs> we'll have to Google. Yeah. It was a uh, the steampunk armor was from la a couple of seasons ago. They have seasons now for different things. It was re the the steam the armor was the yeah armor for that for that season. Anyway, I digress. Uh, wow, we are coming up on an hour now, so I guess we should wrap things up. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. Wow, we actually have we have six people watching us live. I'm amazed. Hey, Thank you guys. I'm glad you guys tuned time. in. Yeah, that's the most we've had in a long time. At, at the same time, um, I know. Like I said, I told you, Nicole, you bring the people. <laughs> <laughs> so special thanks out to uh, Rita and uh, Kristen, Suko, uh, Nick. Nick, absolutely. Nick is here every every episode. Vice Sci-Fi is still here, or was here. Um, and Justin's here because of Justin Nicole. Guy, <laughs> who, uh, I don't know that he's ever watched our show before, but I'm glad he's here. Thank you, man. Thank I know you, you haven't seen me, but still. <laughs> um, we do have a Patreon. Uh, yeah. Some of you are contributors to that. Uh, we appreciate that very much because it helps us um, keep up with uh, sound equipment and uh, that sort of thing. Hosting fees as well for the, for the, for the podcast. Uh, and Clarence, well, who appreciates my stash. Thank you. Yes. Really coming along. 
Yes, you shaved it off once. It's funny you're growing it back. Okay, yeah, you are growing it back. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was gone for a year. Uh, yeah. First year of COVID, I decided to get rid of it, but uh, I missed it, so it's back. And we um, missed it too. It's a it's a, it's a fine mustache. Thanks. So if you'd like to drop us, you know, three bucks for a coffee or a beer on the uh, on the Patreon, we very much appreciate it. If yeah, you just it, want to send us comments, there's Facebook. There's uh, we got email, uh, TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. Uh, we always appreciate uh, suggestions, uh, advice. Uh, if you want to criticize us, there's uh, there's Twitter because we don't know how to use that. We couldn't care less. <laughs> but there is a Twitter account. Yes, we do have a Twitter account. It does exist. I think it's like Texas Steam. I don't remember what it's called exactly. <laughs> Are we on Instagram? Instagram is pretty cool right now. I don't. I do not have an Instagram account. I, TikTok? Do we TikTok, do any TikToks? No. 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 <laughs> Nicole has a TikTok, but she doesn't. Do I have it, a TikTok. It, it <laughs> it's been a okay. while since I posted if, on there. If anybody wants to do. Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or any of that stuff for us or work with us on that, talk to me. You know, it messages me on on, on uh, Facebook, you know, if you, if you want to move it out. Um, yeah, also, yeah, um, our other our other host, Jack, was unable to join us. He has a, um, a Steam Chest. It's a monthly subscription service for Steampunk stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah, I just got my, my most recent month's uh, Steam Chest. That was fun. A couple of nice. CDs in there and some, you know, toys and little gizmos and gadgets <laughs> always fun stuff um and i think he also has a a t-shirt level you can if you pay a little more you get a t-shirt as well yeah <laughs> with, with with he has local artists and all kinds of stuff through the t-shirts now yeah. he, he has he has a bunch of cool stuff um it's like a little stuff. christmas every month <laughs> there you go um yeah i mean yeah if you join our patreon we, it's not just we will you will have access to fax has a calendar of, of steampunk stuff you can, that's coming up possibly well, I don't know how yeah, that's people, that's pretty. Not, uh, not, not a lot, not not a lot of stuff is happening because of COVID. A lot of COVID. stuff right now. Um, no, not a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> but if there is anything on there, Fax will find it and put it on there, right? Fax, yes. Yeah. Uh, also, you'll have you'll have you'll you'll gain access to a a spreadsheet I have of a list of all the steampunk or steampunk related comics, including Weird West and horror, anything anything steampunk related. I I have a whole list of all the comic books that I've reviewed and read. Um, I may not have reviewed them all on here so there are there's a list that you don't that i never mentioned but there's over 100 comics that are steampunk related that i consider steampunk related on their list of and there's there's links or rather i don't know if you can actually click on the link but there's definitely you know the the the, the, the address the www whatever on there for you can buy them or find them online um but there's, there's a lot there's over 100 comic books out there that are steampunk related and more coming speaking almost every of, month speaking of comic books uh, Carpe Diem Comics out of McKinney, Texas is going to be at McKinney Oktoberfest. Um, and we'll have steampunk, uh, people out there with them. So if you're looking for people to steampunk with and you're in the Dallas, Fort Worth, McKinney area, that is happening, um, next weekend. So oh, wow. Through the 26th. So if there's a if there's an event page or a list or something like that, put that on our Facebook page on the Texas okay. People Connection page. And um facts, you can put that on the on the calendar. There you go. <laughs> but the most important thing is that you're tuning in every two weeks when we host this. Really appreciate you you guys who are able to tune in live and uh, those of you who are listening to us later, uh comment under in in, in the comments in Facebook. We'll still be uh, monitoring and responding, and we love interacting with you. 
Thank you for especially. watching our show. Yeah, if you find something steampunk happening that we don't know about, tell us. Put it on, you know, put 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 it on our page. Tell us about what's going on. If there's something steampunk going out there, let us know because we want to know. You know, <laughs> and, yeah, mean, things are pretty sparse right now with with uh, steampunk November uh, canceling, and, and and Halloween's coming up. So you know, any your, your goth uh, uh, shows or or markets happening in your area. I'd love to put those on. I'm trying to yeah, cover yeah, the exactly. entire state. It's a big state. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be entirely steampunk. Goth is close enough. Um, if, if I could wear a top hat to it, I want to know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Um, so, yeah. yeah. If there's any oddity shows or anything like that, those are great places to go in steampunk and stuff like that because taxidermy was really big during the Victorian era. So I won't lie. Those creep me out. <laughs> they don't bother me so much. <laughs> I post them, but they creep me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a what's what's the what's the shop we have? Our friends that uh, we have. Curia Arcanum. Yeah, they have a really cool shop. If you're in Austin area, look them up. Um, they're not a they're not a taxidermy store so much as no, no. But there's but uh, still it's the Arcanum Gothic, steampunk and uh, uh, arcane magical. Um, Quirky stuff. The yeah. wife says they do have some taxidermy, but I've blocked it from my mind. Um, <laughs> the glass coffin. The glass coffin is looking to open back up in Austin, Texas, too. So, do they have a new location? Yeah, they're looking at one for sure. I think they're moving in soon. Maybe I'm okay. keeping. I'm keeping an eye on it. <laughs> yeah, the glass coffin used to be in front, and the arcanum used to be in the in back. back in, in a little <gasps> shop. Uh, was that off off of Congress? But yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. development has had pushed them out, and right. uh, but yeah, uh, they, they, they has opened up again. I think the new shop is even better than the old one. I have yet to visit. I need to visit. We need to go together or you know hang out. <laughs> yeah, I can say, okay. we need to get out of the house. We need to go have a beer or go visit them. We need to get out. We need to get out and hang out. Cause I miss you guys in person. <laughs> Um, okay, so that, that about covers everything. Um, like I said, talk to us, Texas Steampunk Connection Facebook page or our, our email if you have something longer form to talk to us. So, until we love you next guys. Time, yep, love you guys. Until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. Bye -bye. I almost said gears. <laughs> <laughs>